you know, I, I realize that I have things in my history that could help other people. And I don't want to write a book. I don't think I'm capable of writing a book that people can understand because my brain is so jumbled and it will take me forever. After looking at the poetry that I was able to save, it is quite hilarious. And I feel like only two or three people in this world would even understand what I was saying. So it's like, uh, I mean, you know, just because the way I process, it's not because it's some secret or anything like that. That's the thing. Like, I always feel that if I talk and I'm, I'm saying this, well, you probably don't understand this. It's literally because my mind is so absolutely altered. I speak. It's not just in parables. We all do that. It's, um, it's jumbled. It is no longer coherent unless I take a long time and collect all of the words that I actually want to say and put them in paragraph form in my mind. I see that way. I do not know how others see. Because once I found out that the narrative out loud in your head was something that people don't have, they, they, they might hear things, thoughts, and such, and think it's their own voice, but I actually had a voice, and I saw it on TV, and it really messed me up, and, and like I said, I wasn't a kid when that happened, I always had an interesting way of thinking, and I realized that it was an interesting way of thinking, because others don't think that way, I don't know why I do, and of course I know I'm not alone, I see that now, very much so not alone, it's just that because all of us live in our heads so much, and when I say all of us, aren't people that think like me. People that don't think that I am odd. But honestly, most people that think like me are uh, not in situations that I'm in. It is uh, it's actually one thing or the other. You're literally homeless or you're famous. There is no other way around it for some reason. We, we, we burn out in the middle. Which is why we have to take one extreme over the other. And some of us choose one hardship over the other you feel me no one is better off than anyone we are all where we are supposed to be and we are all equal when you become an adult it that changes you and i am still in the same situation i was in the day after my house went down last year and it's coming up on the anniversary and i'm actually very excited because money never had anything to do with this and this is what i needed to realize Romantic relationships had nothing to do with it. Friendships had nothing to do with it. Everything that had to do with it was me and my relationship with God, period. And from that, there were others that were just happening to go through similar things as well. It's just that I was already in a certain place with God in my relationship. So once this happened, it was a more extensive process for me to realize that I was above where I thought I was, at least in my spiritual journey. And all those others, you know, for physical, mental stability is definitely getting up there. My, um, you know, finances are out the window. That part, that imagination of mine is shot and um, just trying to get it back. But, you know, when I think on the outside of myself, I am so fascinated by the masses that, that claim to know so much. And those that actually do 
and and that's what gets me is defining that for myself who I should listen to and who I should trust and trust my ear to because I have been through so much in trusting in the word with absence of God so putting God back into my life while God has always held me up I realized that I haven't been missing anything I miss nothing and I want for nothing except for genuine connections and I know they're out there I just feel so impatient but I've been waiting for years how many I have no idea <laughs> that's the fun it is not fun it's, it's more like a murder mystery or you know a puzzle in real life very frustrating because you don't know how long you have to wait you don't know what parts of this vehicle I have my body will last you know what will work will I be able to enjoy life to the fullest I will according to however my body will be so I have to appreciate that as such but I want to appreciate life in this moment while I have it and, and possibly create better parts of my body you know while I still have this body but anyway whatever I was talking about it was true and um, zoned out on thinking about myself which is good because I'm so always open to everything now and I'm slowly coming down off that because I like living in my tiny bubble depending on where God places me I work accordingly with it I have my whole life and I will continue to do so you know if we don't back down we don't disappear we adapt I mean always around I just choose not to be in the crowd I choose not to be seen it's a frustrating thing when you want to please people that don't understand pleasure <laughs> there you go okay so this is a poem all right i don't know what it sounds like don't know how it comes out like i haven't wrote it down yet so let's say it's about you you know one day i woke up and i realized that everything was about oceans and skies and views and then i thought about it and i said how does this even make any sense when all i can think about is our vice president like seriously he is like the main sense in all of this to me and it has boggled my mind why he hasn't been on tv and if he has been why is no one holding him accountable? All I see is Trump, 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 and we know he's insane. <laughs> this is amazing to me. So, we're just going to allow this to continue to happen, and we're all just sitting here being pawns in the game of life. And when I say we're pawns in the game of life, I mean in the game of life that these people continuously play. Who these people are, I have no idea, because who knows who's the director of any of this? other than the masterful mind of God. But God would not allow each individual child to be so suffered, honestly. What is going on here? <laughs> I have no indications of anything other than the fact that hardly anything actually exists and we have to align our minds accordingly so that we don't lose them. So what is really going on? I'm so absolutely at odds with myself 
because of this fact, because it's like, do I continue to waste my breath or my time or do I just enjoy this time? And then I realize I'm not wasting my breath or my time because I only do this every once in a while. And I had to make myself realize that, yeah, I get online and I be tweeting and stuff at the wind like somebody's going to listen to me. And I'll post my IG sometimes because, you know, why not? But Facebook is a whole different animal because, you know, people, you know, when Facebook started, it was literally, you know, people connecting to people that you knew in your organization or your school, actually. So, you know, you tweeted according to the world that you were in right there, you know, your your school setting. So, you know, when it got opened up to the world, I knew exactly, you know, what was going to happen. I don't know why anybody else didn't. Maybe they did. They just didn't care. And they thought that it was going to, um, I have no idea, not change anything. You know, it was huge. I mean, you knew MySpace was gigantic. You know, you had all the little things on the side. You knew this was going to happen. I mean, even somebody like me that studies nothing knew that that was going to blow up in somebody's face eventually. So what do you do with social media that you want to give to the world? You don't do anything. You let it do what it does. So why is the government trying so hard to regulate? I wonder. Because to me, it looks like Knowing the things that happened when the internet was reduced, was introduced to the general public back in the day. Y'all knew what happened and you knew what was going to happen. These things are not like that. That's not even scientific. Like that's what gets me. Like, yeah, lots of, of things are scientific, but these are just like chords, man. Harmony. Like it's this music right now. And it's absolutely ridiculous. It's insane. It's like a jazz score for a weird movie um and I say weird like something I would like and it's not really weird you know queer is my word for it but you know it's been changed so much I don't use that word often anymore not even out of offense it's just because I don't know what it means now so um yeah because I don't you know people's definitions and actual definitions are too different anyway Yeah, I said it was poetry. I think I finished the poem, like, I don't know, minutes ago. So, um, I'm just saying, this is weird, and I talk about it out loud every day to myself, but I'm embarrassed. So, I don't like people to look at me because, one, I hate people looking at me. I don't like getting dressed and trying to be acceptable because I feel, regardless of any way that I come out, I am acceptable according to how God allows me to do so. Sometimes I will dress up for my mother, but I know my dad only wants me to not look crazy so no nobody grab my ass off the street and think I'm supposed to belong to somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? I know this is a fact. But my dad is a sharp dude. He loved to dress, but you know, ultimately he realized that, hey, comfort is key. I, however, enjoy comfort as well, but I would like to be stylish. You know, some old lady house coats, pockets are my thing, though. And my hair... I would rather have it covered because I don't want anybody to compliment me on anything. And that's just how I feel. So, um, yeah. What was I talking about? I don't know. I was looking at butterflies and birds and sunshine. And at the same time, I have so much to do. And it will get done. But everything is done eventually because nothing is urgent here right now in this present stage. The world is urgent and in it, in it need and at odds. But me, 
I have a toothache. Am I going to let it get too bad? Uh, I think once you feel a toothache, it's already gotten bad. So it's like, what do you do from there? If you see it, do you react? Do you, you know, try to self-care yourself into better health? Or do you go see a dentist? It's Either way, you're going to experience pain. It's just a matter of, you know, how much pain are you willing to accept? I think that's where I am in my life. You know, it's like, you know, like you could have done something about it. I'm like, yeah, but when I look at things, I say, how is it going to affect my immediate family? And then from there, will it make a huge difference to anyone else? Mm. You know, wanting someone around and needing someone around are two different things. So I look at it like God's plan and I leave it at that. Because if I was meant to go to the dentist, I'd say something to my dad and he'd nag me about it until I got it done. And, you know, if my dad wasn't around, I would nag myself until I got it done. Maybe I'm supposed to lose that tooth. Because you know what? The All the ones that I lost could have been saved with exception of like two. Seriously. Do I trust my body and do I question angles, things like that, reasons, yes. Do I test other people in that way? Only if you open my heart. I want to know why you did it. And if you did it out of malice or whatever reason, you'll feel it too. And then you'll understand why I'm blue. Didn't I say this was poetry? I think I did. (sighs) Did I say it was over? I just kid. I'm such a liar. I think that's what I'll call this. Hey, I'm about to say something that's probably true. What if we were aliens? Or what if this is not where you think you are? Or what if you're exactly where you think you are? What if there is a problem with killing in general? What if you have been told that you're supposed to do certain things that you really don't have to do? I'm just saying this is a what if. I have no idea. You're not me and I'm not you. Again, poetry. Isn't that true? I think so. It could be. I might be lying. Who knows what a lie is anyway? It's an invention of something in the form of self that you made up and it was for no one else. But then you opened your mouth. And that's mental health. It's when you open your mouth. It could become your wealth. It could become your ultimate end. It could become an original sin. You never quite know exactly where you begin until you start. (laughs) and this my friend is called a work of art
myself because I was jamming to the weekend and I've only liked one of his songs and this one I understand so it really bothered me so I figured I'd stop and get on my podcast and say something and that's what I ended up saying good job me good job so when I was a little kid we had a big picture window and I used to look out the window and stare at the star because we lived in Roanoke so it's a big star on a hill and my house was perfectly placed It was on top of a hill, and there were houses all around us, but um, we had lots of land for being in the city. Um, And I think about it, it feels kind of like a dream where the house is placed. I've dreamt about it so many times now. (laughs) And that's the funny part. When me and my brothers were young, we would look at the sky, we'd look at the stars, um, one of the things I remember is staring at Haley's comment and thinking I would get there one day, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to be really old when it comes back around. Very. Um, we were always looking at things like that. I love rocks and knowing how certain liquids affect each other and what they do to 
you know, certain mixes of things and, and what happens to certain metals and stuff like that. If you put them in the certain mixes, I would do that on my own. Um, crazy. I, I never got in trouble because no one ever really found out. I started doing it at my friend's house and and she got in trouble and she got a really bad whooping. I felt really bad. Well, she she did it too anyway. And plus she was really bad, but she would get beat sometimes for no reason. But anyway, um, yeah, life is strange and I'm not trying to save anyone actually or myself. It's just, you know, sometimes you have to say things and do things. I said, I'm not trying to, but God has a plan. And I am a stubborn person. I've gone through many things from this stubbornness. So this is why I say these things. This is why I say I, I'm not trying. I have no ambition. I'm not trying and I have no ambition. I am a very sad person. Anything that I do comes straight from God. And that is a fact because I care not. And I have to live in judgment of that. I, I I care about people, I do. But my problem is there's so much propaganda and spice going on here. So many spices. <laughs> An array of flavors and, and juices. <laughs> that what is, I do, you know, if it's cynical and it sounds cynical, so be it. Because it's what I am. You know, I I wonder about the people that I have connected with and if they think I'm just an asshole or an idiot, I'm both. <laughs> but, you know, female packages always, you know, are perceived differently. If I was a man, I'm pretty sure someone would have said, wow, what a jerk by now. Or, wow, she's really stupid. Or maybe they haven't, I just don't know. Not that I'm looking for haters, because I don't need them. I was just curious, you know. Because even the smallest ant gets pushed sometimes. And I'm pretty tiny. Um, so anyway, that's all I wanted to say. Music is a key. God is good. God is great. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Bye.